Are you new to Linux and looking for a distro? You may see some various confusing terms like fork or flavor or remix when choosing a distro. In this video, we're going to decode these terms to help you pick the right one that works for you. Basically, these terms describe how different Linux distros are related to each other. Some are like lone wolves, independent and standing on their own. Others are like cousins, derived from a common ancestor. And there are even distros that are like distant cousins, derivatives of derivatives. Now, I know what you're thinking. Who cares? Well, here's the thing. Knowing if a distro is based on another distro can save you a lot of headaches. The main reason it is good to know if a distro is based on another distro and which one is based on is compatibility. Compatibility can affect everything from which apps you can use to what tutorials you should follow. For instance, let's say you stumble upon an app that comes with a dev package specifically labeled for Ubuntu. Chances are it'll also work just fine in Linux Mint or Zorin OS or other derivatives of Ubuntu, as long as it matches the version of Ubuntu that the package was created for. Knowing whether a distro is a derivative is key, but the terminology can be a lot to take in. There are numerous types of derivatives, and sometimes there are different terms that are used interchangeably to describe the same thing. So let's start with the top two categories, independent and derivative. Independent is pretty straightforward. It's a Linux distro that is unique, so it's not based on anything else. Things get a little trickier with derivatives. These types of distros borrow components, tools, and maybe even infrastructure of another distro. Okay, so here's the deal. Some Linux distros have a family tree that would make the Kardashians jealous. You've got the big enterprise players like Red Hat, SUSE, and Canonical, and then you've got their community buddies like Fedora, OpenSUSE, and Debian. Here's where it gets interesting. Those enterprise distros are using their community buddies as building blocks for their own distro. Red Hat's using Fedora, SUSE is using OpenSUSE, and Canonical's Ubuntu is using Debian. The enterprise companies give resources and contributions to their community counterparts, and the community distros provide a foundation to base those enterprise products on top of. It can be seen as a symbiotic relationship of sorts because both sides are benefiting. Though that's not the case for every derivative, but we'll get to that. There are four main types of derivative distros. Forks, flavors, remixes, and clones. With remixes being the type that you will encounter the most. Additionally, you may come across other terms such as spin, respin, addition, reskin, and possibly others, but these are just alternative names for the primary types previously mentioned. I prefer flavor and remix rather than spin and respin because those are too similar in my opinion. Let's kick things off with remixes. This term is the most all-encompassing way to describe a derivative distro. While some may argue that remix and derivative are interchangeable themselves, I believe remix sets itself apart by not being a fork or a flavor or a clone. Basically, a remix is a modified version of an existing distro that offers something new. Commonly, remixes changes the desktop environment, but they can also vary in terms of pre-installed packages or specializing in a particular workflow like media production or gaming consoles or specialized delivery systems like immutable systems. There are plenty of reasons why a remix might exist. These are just a few. The term respin is sometimes used instead of remix. Flavors, clones, and forks can all fall under the umbrella of remixes, 
Each of them has additional criteria though that distinguishes them, so let's talk about those. Flavors are a specific type of derivative that remix an existing distribution. What sets them apart from a remix is that they are officially recognized and sanctioned additions by the original distro they are based on. This recognition doesn't necessarily mean that the original distribution itself creates the flavor, but rather they are acknowledging and supporting the efforts of a community project to provide resources and other benefits. And sometimes the term spin is used instead of flavor. Clones are a derivative distro that essentially repackages an existing distro into a new one without making significant changes. The primary aim of a clone is to closely mimic the distro that it is based on. Clones often take the entire source code, create a copy, and establish a separate infrastructure to maintain and distribute the clone. And when it comes to clones, one distro that frequently becomes the subject of cloning is RHEL, Red Hat Enterprise Linux. Clones essentially repackage and rebrand the source code of RHEL, striving to maintain a high level of compatibility with software and applications designed for RHEL. The motivations behind creating derivatives can vary greatly. In the case of RHEL clones, there's a bit of complexity and even some drama involved. However, that's a story for another time and not directly relevant to this video. But if you're interested in hearing more about the drama surrounding RHEL clones, let me know in the comments. But for now, let's move on. Forks are a type of derivative that take the source code of another distribution and repackage it, but they make substantial changes to how the distro is presented. While forks and clones share the characteristics of having separate infrastructures from the base distro, forks take a more creative route. Unlike clones, which aims to closely mimic the distro that they're based on, forks can make all sorts of modifications and alterations. They can introduce innovative features, change the user experience through the interface, or even experiment with different philosophies and approaches to making the distro. In essence, forks embrace the opportunity to explore new ideas and offer a different, distinct experience from the original distribution. Forks are the most technically complex type of derivative because developers might revamp massive and critical components rather than specific areas, even establishing their own infrastructure. And forks can be further classified into two subcategories, hard forks and soft forks. Let's start with soft fork. Soft fork occurs when a derivative is created by taking the base code and developing a new version with a separate infrastructure. However, the derivative periodically incorporates new code updates from the base distro. Ubuntu serves as a good example of a soft fork. It originated as a fork of Debian, but regularly refreshes its source code by pulling in updates from Debian. This ongoing synchronization is what makes Ubuntu a soft fork. Also, Ubuntu actively contributes back to Debian, forming a symbiotic relationship, as I mentioned earlier. In contrast, a hard fork takes place when a derivative forks from the base distro and proceeds on its own separate trajectory without integrating subsequent changes from the original source. Thus, the distinction between soft forks and hard forks lies in the continuous synchronization of code updates with the base distro versus a one-time fork that leads to independent development. To sum up, understanding the relationships between Linux distros and their derivatives is crucial for navigating the vast landscape of options. We've explored the various types of derivatives, including remixes, flavors, clones, and forks, each with its own distinct characteristics and purposes. Remixes offer something new by modifying an existing distro, 
while flavors are officially recognized remixes sanctioned by the original distro. Clones closely mimic the base distro, while forks take a more creative route. By understanding these concepts, you'll be better equipped to choose the right Linux distro for you that aligns with your needs and preferences. Whether you're seeking compatibility, specific features, or a unique user experience, knowing the intricacies of derivatives will help empower you to make informed decisions on your next distribution. If you found this video helpful, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share your thoughts in the comments. Thanks for watching, and until next time, happy distro hunting.